Welcome to another episode of Talk Jela, a podcast series by Weird Kaya. So I'm your host, Sarah. Today, as always, we have our very good friend and fellow Weird Kaya uh, member, uh, Esther, who is right here to join us on today's episode. So how has your week been, Esther? Quite hectic. Yeah, but still, yeah, can manage to struggle. Yeah. You sound very tired too. <laughs> is it? Yeah, but... Yeah, I, I guess um, I guess now with Chinese New Year coming, I think everyone's like, you know, trying to prepare themselves to, you know, everyone's in a rush, everyone's hectic. Like, oh, what am I going to buy for Chinese New Year? Like, I haven't even thought of my clothes, my new shoes and everything. So, yeah, I, I'm stressing out right here also. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So, anyway, um, right. So, today, we are, just, we are going to talk about a topic where... Um, I believe every student, whether you are still studying or you have graduated, um, I'm very sure this is something you would resonate with. So we're going to talk about internships. For me, when people say internships, the first word that comes to them is like, wow, slave labor. You know, this is something that, you know, I'm just going, I have to do it for the sake of my um, credits <laughs> because my uni or my college requires me to, to take it so that I can get my my diploma, my degree, but, you know, a lot of people always say that internship is full of horror stories as well. Um, Esther, right now you are in the midst of doing your internship, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so you got any interesting things you want to talk about your internship? Just a very brief one, you know, just to, for discussion's sake, we're just going to let you have your own little time to share with us, like, how has your internship been and, you know, what do you do during your entire internship period? Ah, sure. Uh, actually, this is my second time doing an internship during my degree life. Yeah, actually, I had my first internship in 2020, yeah, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, at the time, I remember it was after the MCO. So, mm, okay. yeah, e-learning at home. I feel like, okay, I can't really like learn something useful because <laughs> it's just lecture, like boring lecture, and then you go for exam, and then for the sake of one degree cert so I tell myself like okay it's time for me to brush out my resume so uh, I took the opportunity like during my sem break to went, to go for an internship that was not compulsory one and then this time this is compulsory for my graduation yeah it's like you mentioned that it's you know you you had to do it as you know part of your uni requirement so are you enjoying your internship experience so far or are you are you like what most people would think oh this is like hell on earth like this is the first hell on earth i will experience before i really go full-time into the working world for me i think i'm quite grateful for these two internship opportunities uh i wouldn't say that it's like a hell or what but i can't say that i really like enjoy it but I can tell like, okay, I really gained some good experience, like some <laughs> valuable experience that I couldn't learn in the classroom. At the same time, I, I can also earn some pocket money. So I think it was pretty good. It's good to hear that you are experiencing a largely positive uh, experience out of internship. So for those who may not have a clue as to what internship is, or if this is your first time hearing it, so what internship is in a nutshell is you are basically attaching yourself to a company. It can be a public uh, company or a privately owned company. 
and normally you are attached to them for a period of time so normally in malaysia the normal internship period is around three months some they may extend it to to another month or so due to some um, special circumstances but generally speaking it's around three months so normally what interns are expected to do during this period of time is that it's all in the name of exposure for example you study um, engineering so when it comes to your internship period the most logical thing to do is that you enroll yourself or you attach yourself to a engineering company so that is the time where you learn all the you know all the hands-on skills of becoming an engineering you know how to deal with problems um, hopefully sharpen your what is it called calculating skills because i know engineering requires a lot of uh, measurements and calculations so internship is basically a place or a period of time where it prepares students into uh, building up their soft and hard skills as well that is required for them when they go to the working world in malaysia there is one thing that i noticed that people tend to talk about when it comes to internship that is whether or not interns should be paid or not and if they are to be paid what is the most reasonable amount that they should be paid so um esther just just a very quick question in your current internship you are getting paid correct yes of course <laughs> oh okay all right but no no because some i have heard some people saying that you know their internship doesn't pay they are literally yeah. unpaid workers mm-hmm yeah so for me when i was doing my internship back in college and uni i did receive uh you know i did receive an allowance yeah yeah i did i did get Uh, uh, an allowance so it was around if i'm not mistaken it was 500 ringgit a month so okay so this is Mm -hmm. where we are going to get into the heart of this discussion because a lot of people are saying that interns are quote-unquote workers they do invest their time and their energy for the company that they are attached to and therefore they should be paid. So this is the argument from the student's perspective. But for some companies, their argument is that technically you are not attached to us because you didn't sign a contract with us. Like there, there is no black or white um, agreement that says that, oh, um, in, you as an intern in my company, I have to pay you such and such. On top of that, the law in Malaysia actually doesn't clearly state that interns should be paid an allowance by the company the company that they are attached to so in a way companies are not required to do so so esther in your opinion do you think interns should be paid um my answer is yes but it also dependent on what kind of company what kind of job um so far based on what i know like all the jobs i apply and then my friends i think interns should be paid for because actually like the job scope we are given is quite equivalent like their employee. It's just that the level of difficulty of the work and then you need maybe you need someone to guide you, something like that. Because actually being an intern, sometimes your supervisor or your boss or your colleague or your manager also have certain level of expectation of on you. So actually I think interns should be paid. Yeah, it really depends on what kind of company you work with. Mm, okay for you what would be the quote-unquote reasonable amount i think based on what i know like in 2022 i think the range would be like uh, from 500 to some even i think 
normally like those big MNC, big four, like 1,000. And I also heard of some mm-hmm. of my friends, like they study IT. I think IT get quite a high, very high pay. Some of them like even get like 1,400. Actually, they are tr- treated mm. as like their employee. And then some of my friends, because like it's very common that interns is not entitled to like leave, medical leave. But I got one friend who work in a company. The interns are entitled to one day leave for right. uh, every month. So I think... It really depends on what kind of company you work with. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the figure you gave is not far off. So I was, I actually stumbled upon this article. It was written in 2019. I don't know whether things have changed by now because of the current pandemic and, you know, the general economic downturn. But this article in 2019 states that according to a general survey conducted by Jobstreet and Glassdoor.com, the average internship allowance actually ranged from between, what is it, 500 to the most 1,200 a month. So again, like what you mentioned, Esther, it really depends on the kind of company that and the field that you are studying. So here it, it says that those who actually do their internships in the F&B or hospitality uh, field, they only get around 300. <laughs> And I really can't imagine yeah. how you're going to survive with 300 a month. But this is what the figure was back then in 2019. So, but then for those in media or advertising, like, like for us ourselves, we could expect around 500 a month. But then if you are going to banks or you are working at a MNC, uh, a multinational company, it can go up from 700 to what, like maybe 1,000 plus, like what, this article mentioned and what you mentioned as well. Okay, so yeah, so this is actually the average price range. Lah. But again, it brings to mind again the issue of the amount. I'm not sure whether you read about this, Esther, but there was one politician who recently came out in social media and said like, hey guys, um, just is for disclosure's sake, I actually pay my interns 900 ringgit a month. And, you know, a lot of netizens, they... They criticized the, the, politi- the politician saying that how can you pay interns 900 ringgit? 900 ringgit is equivalent to slave labor. It's like, you know, you are not helping. And they say um, you can't expect an intern who doesn't have a full-time job to survive on 900 ringgit a month. Mm-hmm. So um, then this politician had to come out and clarify and he said that now the reason why I can't give anything more than 900 ringgit is because I don't have any allocation from the federal government. Everything is out of his own pocket. So that was his argument. So based on this alone, would you agree with the politician's mm-hmm. stand where he says that I can't do it because wow. it's not that I don't want to, but it's everything out of my own pocket? Or do you tend to agree more with the intern saying that uh, 900 ringgit is not enough, we deserve more? Like what I mentioned just now, it really depends on what kind of company you work with. Actually, 900 in Malaysia is quite reasonable for intern, to be honest. Yeah, and then I think like people are bashing the politician maybe because, uh, yeah, you know, mm. uh, he's a, he or she is a politi- politician. Yeah, and then it also like reflected like the fact that interns in Malaysia are not getting very high pay, but that's the truth. Yeah, and then I think for me, 900 is quite reasonable ah. yeah but um it's not that high like as compared to those big mnc big companies like 
give you at least like 1,000 or even like up to 1.2K, something like that. But I also understand like from as an intern, I know because like with just 900, you can't really like, mm. I mean, in a month, if you save, like you cut down on a lot of expenses, you also have to spend at least like 500 plus like on transportation, on food. Yeah, if you're lucky, you can work from home. I think that's safe a lot. But uh, some of my friends, I wouldn't say like they are unlucky, but they they got an offer at those like um big MNC. So the company mm-hmm. is located at Bangsa or like uh, PJ, something like that. And then they are actually from other states. When during the lockdown, they are, they are able to work from home, but... Right now, everything has opened, so they are forced to like work in the office, and then they have to consider about their accommodation in KL, and then like transportation. Yeah, we all know that like renting a room at KL is is very expensive. Like without five hundred, you can't rent a decent room to stay. So you see, like five hundred already already like eat up half of your allowance so i think um mm. it's not high but yep. that that's how interns are paid in malaysia yeah yeah so actually this is here is my take on it i feel i feel the general sentiment around the amount of allowance that interns are being paid i i think it's a little bit blown out of proportion because um, if you were to compare it to 10 or 20 years ago I don't think interns were paid even in the first place. Like money wasn't even part of the internship agreement as well. Like everything was just, you know, everything was just agreed upon that, you know, the purpose of internship is not for you to get money, but it's for you to gain experience. And money is more of like an incentive. It's more of like an encouragement for you to hopefully step up, be better at uh, whatever task that's being handed to you by your supervisor. But then, you know, what is expected of you still stays the same. So for me, is money shouldn't be an issue in the first place because, again, internship is to build your soft and hard skills. It's not, I mean, in a certain sense, yes, it, it does translate to you being able to hopefully earn more money when you get into a full-time job. But again, it's more about exposure because you are a student, you are new, you are fresh to the to the working world. So I personally don't think that it's fair to to criticize people when when they try to give out an amount which they think is reasonable and then have this perception like, hey, you owe me, you know, I deserve this just because I am a, I you know I'm an intern under you and I should get paid. I think this kind of people who actually again this is my opinion, I I think that people who come up with this argument, they totally miss the entire purpose of internship. Because again, internship is not about money, it's about experience. And for me, if you even get a, an allowance that is maybe like, what, 500 or even up to 900, I think you should, you know, just be grateful and take whatever that is being given to you. Lah. So that is my opinion on it. Right, so, um, and then... Mm, I think... um. So I okay, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. Esther? Oh no, I just want to add on something like because um, it also like depends on what kind of company because like some of the companies like especially the small companies their motive of hiring interns is to like get 
<laughs> so like okay so call those like cheap labor uh, because like to work with them and then you can't really learn something out of it so i think when it comes to like applying for internship you, you can't only like look at the allowance what you have to look at is like um is this company is this position like giving you the experience you want and mm-hmm. then like will it be helping your resume and then your future career path yeah something like this you have to consider like it's not just about the allowance lah, because if you are getting like yep. a good allowance but you can't really learn a lot from this internship then there's no point of it lah. yeah and then for it's some good, for correct, some it's correct. like okay they are not paying their intern but then they claim like okay this is uh, an exposure to you it's a learning learning place for you then i think the company like they have to make sure that the interns really can get something valuable out of it yeah mm, yeah again again oh, like i said those people that keep harping on you know how much they're getting per month as interns i think they really need to rethink on their definition of internships in the first place so now that we have discussed um, we have touched upon this issue now we're going to move on into how exactly can interns quote-unquote make up for the lack of monetary allowance so some interns may say okay if the company doesn't want to pay me you know or they pay me very little what can i do to make the most out of my internship experience so um again i'm going to i'm referring back to this 2019 article where it actually listed out a few tips where interns can actually put themselves in a more favorable position during and after their their internship attachment so the number one tip that interns can do is that they can be resourceful. So what does it mean to be resourceful? That is, you know, a lot of interns, when they go to the company that they are attached to, they are quite, you know, it's it's normal for them to not know everything. And, you know, when you don't know anything, the first thing you need to do is that you need to ask. But then for some of them, including myself, we often, we being as introverts, we sometimes have this very, we have this attitude of, I don't want to keep bothering them or them. Yeah, you know, it's like, I don't want to ask them too many questions later. They say, wow, why this intern so hot? One, ah? This one, you know, must ask me from A to Z and then ask me from Z to A. Huh? You don't know anything, one, ah? you know? But this is the nature of internship. Everyone knows that you are new. And you need to take the first step into asking questions. Like, don't ask stupid questions. Like, don't ask, oh, you know, how do I turn on the, the switch in the bathroom? Like, don't ask that. Like, ask serious questions that are related to your work. Like, if you're not good at something, like, for example, you don't know how to use Photoshop, for example, you could ask, a, a, you know, a more experienced colleague or a graphic designer tell them, that, hey, um, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with Photoshop. Could you just quickly help me or show me how to get this thing done. So when you do that, you actually show people that, hey, I'm willing to learn. Like, I know I don't know everything, but I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to ask. But again, key point, don't ask stupid questions. <laughs> you know, it's just going to make yourself look foolish at the end of the day. And then um, number two is that you have to be vocal. Again, um, Esther, sometimes, like, I know you are quite introverted like me as well. And I would say this is quite a challenge for either one of us. Like, you have to be vocal. Like, if you're just going to sit there, um, not say anything, and you don't give any input, people are just going to think that 
eh, this intern going there, coming here just to, you know, do his or her work and then clock out at five and then nothing happens after that. So Esther, has there been any times where you kind of sort of like forced yourself to be vocal? Um, actually, like sometimes like my concern at being vocal is like, okay, I'm, I'm afraid that what I said or, or my opinion sounds stupid to them. And then, mm. yeah, because like, I think I've experienced, uh, I remember the first day in my first internship, so when the supervisor like asked me like okay what's your opinion on this thing, you do you have any idea? Yeah, I think at the time I, I know that okay I should like say whatever is in my mind. Yeah, to show that okay I'm interested in this thing. Uh, in this thing, and then like because I I think like okay I just I should just like voice out my opinion like without being afraid like okay this is wrong or right because okay I'm an intern. I think like. Everyone makes mistake, right? So okay, I just like voice out that, but then um, somehow yeah. like they, they are like okay, my opinions are not really there because the position, the, the company I work at is a totally new thing for me. Yeah, because at the what I study and what I uh go went for this position is a different field. So actually, I just voice out my opinion, but I, I was like um being like, after I said it, okay, I was like a bit discouraged because okay, what, what I said was wrong and then they are like, uh, don't know how to say that. So it somehow like um, make me like feel like, okay, next time when I want to say something, I have to be careful. Okay, what I said must be like not sound stupid to them. So I think also like because of my introvert self, uh, yeah, and then I, and it also depends on the company culture uh, for me personally because like um, right now the internship I'm doing is like okay when 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 I started the internship maybe I I'm not that vocal but after weeks weeks went by then I started to have more like opinion and then because I get to know okay how what kind of thing my bosses want what kind of idea my manager expected from me lah so I was still like very be careful when it comes to like I want to like being vocal yeah. <laughs> Mm, I think being vocal, it takes quite a bit of practice and balance as well. Because like you mentioned just now, you can ask questions. I mean, by all means, it's highly encouraged. encouraged. But at the same time, you have to be mindful of the questions that you ask also. I mean, this ties back to the first point. Yeah, on one hand, you have to be proactive and you have to voice out whatever doubts or whatever questions you may have. But then on the other hand, you also need to learn how to read the situation. Like if people, if your manager or your boss is not in a good mood, he or she is having a bad day, like maybe it's best to keep your mouth shut for the moment until everything passes. And then personally for me, um, I think another good point about being vocal is that sometimes it can save you from quite a bit of trouble. I have one friend. This is actually not an internship. This is actually like one step further. She actually got a job in a, comp- in a very small company in KL. So apparently, she the, the, the boss of the company was like, okay, you want to work for us, right? Okay, so this is your job description. So he was like, okay, I'm going to let you do A. A is your job description. So my friend was like, okay, um, sounds good to me. So she actually joined the company. But then as the weeks went by, it slowly turned out that she had to do both A and B. And 
unfortunately for my friend, she her personality is the very uh, reserved type where she would just keep quiet about everything. In, and even when she was dissatisfied with the boss uh, piling work on her, she just refused to, for, for whatever reason, she simply refused to speak up to the point where she couldn't take it anymore and she just left the company after three months. So this goes to show that actually it will help you in, you know, being vocal mm. will actually help you to like avoid any unnecessary PTSD or any unpleasant experience that you may have during your internship or your um, working life in the future. Because I have heard of stories of interns being physically assaulted, sexually harassed while in the workplace and they, they don't speak up. And if you don't speak up, no one can help you because no one knows what is going on. So I would like to just emphasize this point again by saying that if you are experiencing any of this, please speak up. And please, you know, report it to the authorities or whoever you or whoever in the upper management of the company as soon as possible because this is quite a, a serious issue and it involves your safety as well. Right, then for the next tip is that interns have to learn to be sociable. So for extroverts, for them, this is, this, is of, this is of something natural to them because they are social butterflies. They can go to every table saying, oh, hi, uh, my name is so-and-so, good to meet you. And then they become BFFs, BFFs in, within an hour. But for those who are socially awkward, like unfortunately, um, yours truly here. So... Um, it's kind of hard for, for me to actually open up to people that I don't know. But when, when you actually do that in your place of internship, it actually helps people to get you to know better. It helps and it also helps to build your, your image in the, in the eyes of your colleagues and your bosses. And then they, from there, they can actually truly appreciate your strengths and they can actually see how much you can contribute to the company as a whole. Because... When you don't talk to them, you don't interact with them, there's only so much they can work with. And then from there, they will start to form their own conclusions. And then when it comes to the evaluation form, they will say, oh, this intern is very um, so-so, doesn't talk much, not um, proactive. And then, you know, when interns look at that form, they'll be like, hey, that's not me. You know, it's not fair for them to to paint such a picture of me in the first place. So, um. So what I would feel is that in order to avoid this kind of evaluation by your boss of the company, I think the first step you have to be sociable. Like for the very for the very least, just tell people your name, you know, some basic information about yourself. And then if once you get comfortable with it, then you can have you can initiate some small talk with your colleagues. And then who knows? You know, once you leave the the company, you might be offered a full time job. I have had friends who actually went back to the company where they worked as interns as full-timers because they had left such a lasting impression on the bosses and colleagues. So this is how actually interns can make up for the lack of uh, financial incentives, that is allowances that's being paid to them by the company. So is there um, anything you want to add on, Esther? Uh, what uh, I can share is that um, being an intern, I think you have to... Because you are not getting monetary reward. So, I mean, like, okay, you're getting a, like, a certain amount of allowance, but you are not getting paid like a full-timer, but you are working full-time. So, 
the most important thing you have to focus is that okay are you what what you have done is that like able to help you in the future so this is a thing you have to bear in mind you have to I, for myself i have to focus on myself lah, because like okay uh the work i i do for this like is it like valuable somehow like giving me uh opportunity like to shine to explore myself something like that then only you can identify or whether this internship is good or not and then i think another thing is like uh you through internship you can build your networking because uh i believe that it's the same like uni because uni is not all about getting go to classes and get a cert but it's about the people there you mm-hmm. get to know and then the environment because um i believe that in an internship you have to like try to talk to people yeah because like being an introvert i also like try my very best to being sociable but okay i know i, I have to do it better but uh i think being sociable is very uh important and also like communication skill like how to talk to your bosses and how to um talk to your employees like what situation you have to speak up because i think just now you mentioned like you got a friend who uh her bosses like calling out work for for her and then she just like keep quiet i think that somehow happened to me also during my first internship mm-hmm. but for me i i was willing to do the works given to me because i i, I feel like okay this work can uh help me to learn something Yeah, so that's how that's how I see that. So it it actually like depends, and then um for me also like because that was my first internship, so I didn't have the courage to like speak up like like my friend. They are very extrovert. If they are un- not satisfied with this thing, they they will just speak up like that. But for me, it's like it was my first internship, so I don't dare to like do it that way. So I just accepted whatever my boss want me to do. But for me, I look at it at a positive way because I feel like okay, even though like I have a lot of work to do, but I still gain a lot of knowledge and skill. It's like okay, maybe this position asked me to my position is to design stuff, but then suddenly like okay, my boss like okay, why not you try like doing video? But video is never my thing. I I have no like zero. Skill or zero like knowledge about video, but I still like decided to take up the job assigned to me. I was proud because like uh, I still managed to produce something. Yeah, so I think it really depends on how you look at things. Yeah, because I believe that internship is something like a short term experience. Yeah, during your uni time, because once you graduated, then you you. You go full time, then people will expect you. Okay, you know this, you know that. So internship is where you can get to know all this day and then to experience like working culture. Yeah, so I think internship is a stepping stone, lah. Even though like okay, I know like some of the undergrad students in Malaysia, their programs like doesn't require them to go for an internship like compulsory. But I will encourage you to go for. Internship like during your semester break ah, instead of like part time jobs because like part time jobs can give you like a lot of pocket monies, but actually you can't really mm. put it in your resume, and then it wouldn't help a lot for your job searching in future. Yeah. Hmm. I really like it when you say that um it all boils down to 
um, perspective because I think that is very that's one important point that we need to bear in mind when it comes to internship. Because unfortunately, what the 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 feel that I'm getting from this is that everyone is so focused on money, but then everything else about internship is thrown out of the window. So yeah, I think I would agree with what you said just now. It's like whenever you have any opportunity, go for short term internships, even though you may you know maybe uh, on your semester break or you know you have just graduated from uni and you don't know what to do with the extra time on your hands like just go for a shorter internship like i know personally i have benefited from it um like that time when before i enrolled myself into uni i didn't know what i wanted to do so i i almost wasted one year doing nothing but at the insistence of my parents thank god for them um i actually did an internship at a think tank institute which was under the purview of the penang state government and I would say that was, you know, even though it was just three months, like, yeah, it was another form of internship, but I really, really enjoyed it. Like, I really don't regret going there or spending my time there. And I think it was also one of the, it also helped to build my portfolio and my resume as well. Because at the end of the day, when you present your resume, your prospective employer would look at your resume and see how much effort you actually put into preparing yourself in applying for the job because employers want to hire people of caliber and of um, quality. They don't want to, you know, no one's going to bet their finances or bet their reputation on a person who might bring the company down or doesn't really contribute um, a lot to the company or, you know, just take out space, you know, for lack of a better term in the, in the company. So, um, I again like what uh, Esther mentioned here. I strongly, strongly encourage anyone of you who is listening right now. You, if you have too much time on your hands, or you know you are on your semester break, just go for it. Just go for a short term internship, and I can assure you, you won't regret a single bit of it. And in fact, when you go to the working world, you know your future self will thank you for it because it will actually help to build your skills and also fine-tune your communication skills as well. This one is extremely important when you become a, a working adult. So we have come to the end of today's episode. So once again, a huge thank you to, to Esther for being part of uh, today's um, episode. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a like or you can follow us on our various social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and so on and so forth. So we'll see you next on the next episode and take care guys.